the defense industry goals and the meta materials can be used for urban 5G interrogation technologies. After the COVID vaccine technology is injected into the body, the target acquisition is far more precise and the technological field can be used to gather biometric data. Neural link control networks are these implanted nanotechnology antennas, which I have shown in the blood as these micro robotic biosensors, and they can upload the data to the cloud. You need the metals to be able to do that and to self-assemble the biosensors in the body. In fact, these metals are essential to make the 5G aspect of it work. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so very much for tuning in. This is a blockbuster. That was Dr. Anna Mihelcha. And as we've learned, these mRNA experimental gene therapy products are the most dangerous products ever introduced in the history of mankind. And yes, we're all being transfected on purpose by design by air, water, food, and of course the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. But the good news is we're gonna save some lives. Guys, there are ways to get this evil satanic technology out of your bodies. So please listen and spread this one far and wide. Before we start, just a real quick word about our sponsor. Have you guys taken a good look at the banks lately? On the surface, everything looks fine, but there's a whole lot more going on underneath. Debt is hitting a record high. It's really scary when you stop and think about it. Why risk your money for a tiny return when things are so shaky? This is where Noble Gold Investments can help. The money printing is never going to end. And Noble Gold Investments is like a friend who knows about keeping money safe. And they suggest gold and silver. Now keep in mind, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee, but they do have a sweet deal, a free one quarter ounce gold standard gold coin this month if you qualify. If you're curious, just give them a call right now at 877-646-5347 and tell them SGT Report sent you. It's just a chat, no pressure, but they'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com and take the first step toward a safer financial future. 877-646-5347. The link is below. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in at Sean from SGTReport.com with an absolute must-hear interview. Guys, spread this one far and wide. If we don't wake up the normies, well, we're going to have a hard time taking our world back from the genocidal maniacs who have introduced a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. And according to Steve Kirsch, who you're going to hear from in just one second, it is the most dangerous vaccine, and it's not a vaccine at all, friends, of all time, mRNA, hydrogel, and self-assembling nanotech is now transfecting all of us. Here's Dr. Robert Young. This technology is now in all of us. And that's the awakening we need to come to. We need a level of consciousness that accepts the reality that bad people have done a terrible thing, a horrific thing to humanity by transfecting them with tech technology that I never signed up for. I didn't sign up for it either, and neither did any of you, at least those of you who didn't take 
the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. But as Dr. Robert Young recounted in that interview, there is evidence now that we're all being transfected either through shedding or because they're putting these products now, they're putting this technology in our air, chemtrails, water, and in some cases in our food, guys. And uh, it's something we all need to be aware of. But I want to level set and remind you, you can get this technology out of your body with Masterpiece. I'll leave a link below. I'll leave the link to that interview with Robert Young below, too, so you can revisit that to understand that this technology can be deactivated and removed from your body, but it does require you to take some action. But here's the level set that needs to happen. Steve Kirsch, a former Democrat, a big Democrat donor, woke up to the reality of this technology and how dangerous it was. And he told his wife, this will all be over in two weeks. I just need to get the word out and then they'll pull it from the market. Here we are a year and a half or two later, and the most dangerous vaccine in the history of mankind is still being peddled to people through advertising on television. And they're still pushing it on college students at Harvard and 69 other institutions of lower learning and on our children. Here's Steve Kirsch. Well, what I found was all the data was consistent with this vaccine being the most dangerous vaccine of all time. I mean, there, there are more reports on this vaccine in the VAERS system, which is the, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. It's the official system um, for reporting adverse events for a vaccine. It's set up by the U.S. government. It's run by the U.S. government. And there were more reports for the COVID vaccine than for all vaccines in history combined. And not only that, but we found out later that the, this, this fair system, which they set up to monitor for safety, had triggered 770 different safety signals. 770 different safety signals. We're talking about people being maimed, killed, myocarditis, pericarditis. You guys know the list. These aren't side effects. They are the effects of the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. And now Greg Reese has done an excellent report about my recent guest, Dr. Anna Mihilcha, and her research is absolutely earth shattering, guys. Listen to this. Emotionally, it is easy to dismiss the work of Dr. Anna Maria Mielchia, for it is very disturbing, but her work is shown through scientific testing and backed up by government and NGO documentation. And the evidence shows that humanity has already been infected with cutting edge surveillance nanotechnology. This is a follow-up to my last report on Dr. Miel Chia's hydrogel research. New research shows that those who received the COVID shots emit a fluorescent orange glow in their faces that is visible under a UV light of 365 nanometers. And those who have been exposed to shedding emit this glow around their nose. After his wife was coerced into getting the COVID shot, PhD Justin Coy began his own research. He found that the more shots a person received, the more they glowed under UV light. Okay, guys, if that doesn't horrify you, well, then I'm not sure how to wake you up. And I will remind you, you can get this technology out of your body with Masterpiece. I will leave the link below. I want to introduce my guest, the one, the only, Dr. Anna Mihilcha. She is an internal medicine physician who you should follow on her Substack, which I'll show right here. I'll leave a link below. Sign up. She's a pioneer. She's courageous. And she's trying to save humanity from these demon creature genocidal maniacs. Dr. Anna, welcome back. How are you? Thank you so much for having me, Sean. It's awesome to uh, speak about a follow-up of my research. 
Well, you know, you've got a smile on your face every time we talk. And I got to give you credit for that because I have a lot of rage, a lot of anger towards what these genocidal maniacs are doing to us. They're trying to extinguish humanity. And I don't think I'm overstating that, doctor. So where would you like to begin? You have screen share capability. I want you to share your research. However you want this flow to go, we have got to get the word out and wake people up. Absolutely. So uh, let me go ahead uh, one moment. I will show my pre uh, share my presentation. So what I want to start this conversation with is, uh, you know, you and I have previously discussed some of these findings that I have been seeing in the blood. And I've also found antidotes. And uh, I want to really discuss much more in specific why the antidotes that I'm proposing uh, are very, very important. And they're actually part of uh, the Moderna patents, for example. So what I had spoken above prior was that there were 26 teams worldwide. And uh, I was part of um, a group of scientists who actually looked at these vials and that we found within the vials um, no mRNA in multiple different cases including Dr. Janina Hagima from Romania. And, but there were many metals like cesium, barium, cobalt, chromium, titanium, cerium, gadolinium. And what is so interesting about this is that the metals play a key part and its chelator EDTA plays a, P, a key part in disabling the technology. And this is really what I wanna get into and explain um, uh, on how to do this. The other thing that was found were these self-assembling hydrogel structures. And as you know, I have been uh, really looking at the correlation of Morgellons, which, which was a technology deployed you know, for over 30 years via geoengineering, it was sprayed on humanity and the people were called crazy who were complaining about uh, you know, these filaments coming out of their skin. And I had the honor to collaborate with Clifford Carnicum mm -hmm. uh, for, for quite some time. And he actually did evaluation of these filaments and also found significant metals like aluminum, barium, which we know is being sprayed, other things like chromium, iron, copper, uh, manganese. And these metals are again important because the question is, why are they there? And I had also discussed this correlation between the shots that we're getting now and between this technology called Morgellons. And both contain hydrogel. So Clever Conicum's clearly showed that polyvinyl alcohol, which is a plastic, and polyethylene glycols are part of the hydrogels that, that make out Morgellons. And those, the polyethylene glycol is also part of the, the bioweapons. Quantum dot technology is part of both. Semiconductive metals is part of both. Self-assembling and nanotechnology. And these are used for biosensing applications. In fact, Harold Kautz Vela, he was a German researcher who really evaluated transhumanist nanorobotics in the context of Morgellons. And he, did, he showed via chemical and biological analysis that the filament's casing is made of high-density polyethylene fiber, which is polyethylene similar to polyethylene glycol, and that they are used to manufacture fiber optics. This is exactly what we've also found, you know, within the Pfizer vials, that there were these 
optical communication cables between the microchips that developed that uh, that uh, Dr. David Nixon found. And so he also uh, explained that this technology is used to encapsulate a viral like virus-like particle, which is a genetically engineered particle, and it was used uh, for this. So way back when he was discussing Morgellons, he already uh, revealed all of these correlation to what in the future was going to be uh, the COVID shots. And I want to remind people also of the original analysis of Mike Adams, who looked at the clots, and he found Okay, they were self-assembling and they accumulate conductive metals and uh, that they were not made of blood. This is again what I've also found with Kafferkarnikum and that it was a self-assembling carbon-rich structure. So here's the other correlation with other vaccines. And remember Antonetta Gatti in this study published in 2017, she's a world famous nanotechnologist. She looked at 44 childhood vaccines and every single one of them also contained undisclosed metals. For example, like, you know, titanium, bismuth, steel, iron, aluminum, it's uh, copper and many others. There wasn't a single vaccine that didn't have these nanoparticulate matter. And the question again is why, and I'm gonna explain to you why in this uh, presentation today. Mark Steele brings another very, very important aspect of the reveal because he is a weapons expert and he discussed that vaccines have been shown to contain these toxic metals. And he was saying, well, it's inexplicable. But he says, well, from a weapons perspective, it's absolutely not inexplicable unexplic- uh, because he's saying that the defense industry goals and the meta materials can be used for urban 5G interrogation technologies. In fact, these metals are essential to make the 5G aspect of it work. And he says that metals are radar reflective, so they are visible for the use of the means of detecting objects. Can I just interrupt briefly and ask you something? When you say uh, these metals are necessary to make the 5G work, just flush that out for us because the 5G we already know is a weapon system that is deadly. Are you saying that uh, the metals need to be in our bodies so that the 5G weapon system can work in a tracking and tracing capacity? That's exactly right. So LIDAR, radar, or directed energy weapons. So in 2008, uh, he discussed that the military was already able to see who was vaccinated and who wasn't because they had so many metals in their body that a satellite reconnaissance system could, uh, could see these people from space. So if you have a global Orwellian um, uh, technology that would track and trace everyone at all times, and you want to fine tune the facial recognition and these uh, um, a- and potentially the weapons application of this technology, the metals are essential for this. And this is what he's saying is this is battlefield interrogation technology and that the metal shape in the polymers, because they have a, a 
dielectric properties are deflecting and absorbing radar system in a very specific way that allows things like GPS and LIDAR, et cetera, to, uh, to work much better. So specifically, you said after the COVID vaccine technology is injected into the body, the target acquisition is far more precise and the technological field can be used to gather biometric data. If everything is about this transhumanist agenda and the upload of the digital twin into the cloud, the metaverse, and then absolute total control, then uh, uh, acquiring the biometric data from the intra-body area network is a key part. And so I just want people to know that he's clearly saying that neural link control networks uh, are these implanted nanotechnology antennas, which I have shown in the blood as these micro-robotic biosensors, and they can upload the data to the cloud. You need the metals to be able to do that and to self-assemble the biosensors in the body. Can I ask you something? Yeah. You know, the audience must wonder, as I do, when we're talking about those clots that are being found in the corpses of people during autopsies, people who took the vaccine, these are fibrous white clots, an entity that is not human. It's not blood based, as you noted. Why are some people succumbing to this thing and dying while others are able to survive? And I guess the real question is, what is the intent of this aside from tracking and tracing? Because according to experts, at least 17 million people globally have died as a result of taking this bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. So what is the ultimate goal? Is it to kill people or to track and trace people or a combination of both? It's a combination of both because these the polymers uh, that these clots are made of. Okay, people are calling them fibrous clots, but we've clearly shown that these are made from polyamide proteins. So that's nylon, Kevlar or silk, like spider silk, which is even stronger than steel. So uh, uh, these polymers are plastics, rubber-like materials that happen to be hydrogels, which is the brain-computer interface. In order to fuse human humanity with machines, you have to inject a, a uh, substance that can be part biology, it's synthetic biology that basically converts the human without their knowledge, exactly like Klaus Schwab says, it's something that's happening inside of people without their knowledge, because now these, these technologies have been inserted into them. And so the, the point of it is, number one, yes, to depopulate. Once you have this technology in there, you can be targeted via uh, satellite and via 5Gs and, uh, for example, exterminated because you're a dissenter. The identity, the, uh, the uh, digital identity is absolutely linked to the vaccine. And why is that? Why is cryptocurrency linked uh, to that? Because the substrate that it requires for the technology to make this happen, to fuse the human uh, uh, with technology for absolute biosensing application to send all of your information to the cloud, that is what's in the shots. And, and so uh, the polymers there, for example, they, uh, they replicate or they self-assemble under certain conditions. And if certain conditions are met in the body, for example, uh, if there's a change in temperature, some of these clots, uh, like Richard Hirschman has, has uh, validated, he actually uh, showed that uh, uh, they are made, 
uh, that they continue to replicate outside of the body. So I want to mention this Moderna patent. And uh, what this is saying is that in, in some embodiments, you can find these specific radioactive ions. And this is what Todd Callender has talked about, but the radioactive cesium. Well, there's strontium, yttrium in there and other uh, metals as well. And it turns out that they also have dyes in there and printing inks. Okay, hold that thought once we are talking about the fluorescence again, uh, because it's clearly in the patents that, that they do have uh, uh, this in there as well. In order for a plastic polymer, a polymer is like Legos. And in order to make a chain of Legos, you have to initiate that chemical reaction. And it turns out that polymers like polyethylene, which is the lipid nanoparticle technology, or polystyrene, polyvinyl chloride, those things that we found in the blood, what you need is the catalyst is a metal, which is a transition metal and an aluminum alkyl halide. So let me just say that in English one more time. You need a metal and you need a chemical component that contains aluminum and that will start the initiation of the self-assembly and the reason why this is important is look at these metals titanium yttrium manganese cobalt nickel and what did we find this is uh, uh, dr janina hagima from romania the uh, the analysis of for example the pfizer vaccine titanium Here's yttrium. Here's aluminum. Why are the metals there? They are needed to start the self-assembly of the nanoparticle to create the hydrogels in the body. Does that make sense, Sean? Well, I'm not a scientist, but I'm tracking with you. And I do know that there are a lot of heavy metals in the childhood vaccines and the mercury. And I just want to remind people that, you know, when you think of the VAERS reporting database and what Steve Kirsch said at the open of this interview, this is the most dangerous technology ever introduced in the history of mankind. And the injuries and deaths exceed all of the other childhood vaccines combined. And that's pretty shocking, guys, when you think of the fact that uh, there used to be one in 10,000 children with autism in this country. And now amongst boys, it's closer to one in 30, one in 35. So kids are being devastated by the childhood vaccines. But the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, the technology Dr. Ann is describing here, is far, 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 far more deadly. We've never seen anything this deadly in human history, Anna. Absolutely, absolutely. That's exactly right. And here's this other patents from Moderna. And I just want to tell people there are stealth nanoparticles in the Moderna vaccines that are not just polyethylene, but look at this polyvinyl alcohol, which is plastic. Okay. Polycyanoacrylates is super glue. Super glue. Okay. Uh, you have polystyrenes. Uh, I mean, these things are absolute, they're microplastics. How is it possible that literally these microplastics are in a vaccine when we know that these things are toxic to the human body? Well, Doc, listen to this too. I just shared an article recently, I think it was in the interview with Dr. Robert Young, where we were talking about the antidote to this technology. And I cited the fact that they are now finding nanoplastics in our water. A liter of water contains 
tens of millions of particles of nanoplastic. And it's absolutely horrifying. So they're putting this stuff in our water. They're putting dangerous, dangerous, life threatening stuff in our water, our food and, of course, our air. Absolutely. And in the Consumer Report, I mean, uh, one uh, can of Annie's Ravioli Organic has 50,000 uh, plastic nanoparticles per serving. Oh my God. So, so here's the here's the antidote according to the patents. And this is what I've been advocating for two years. So EDTA uh, chelates metals. OK, when you chelate the metal out, number one, you stop the the engine of the proliferation of hydrogel but it also dissolves it you see here that the edta in 20 minutes the alginate hydrogel was dissolved in edta solution that's patent number one and patent number two uh, that also is moderna lipid nanoparticle composition and methods for formulating the same what it says nanoparticle adduct inhibition meaning uh, prohibiting the nanoparticle from self-assembling, well, you, you're using a chelator. What is the chelator? EDTA in conjunction with ascorbic acid. This is exactly what I've been using for people, as well as now I'm using malic acid, which is made from apples, and you can actually use it as a supplement. So the EDTA not only takes the metals out for the facial recognition wetware, but it also inhibits the polymerization process. It in and itself uh, does not allow the nanoparticles from assembling. It stops that. And you can see here, this is in my office after one infusion of 1500 milligrams of EDTA. And you can see here how much aluminum we're pulling out. Barium, here's lead, gadolinium, which is a neurotoxin. Here's nickel, platinum. Uh, uranium, which is also radioactive, and I've seen a lot more, uh, uh, for example, sprayed via geoengineering. Here's cesium. So your radioactive cesium that Todd Callender discusses is a key component to the technology. Here's another individual. Look at how much cesium is being pulled out in one IV. So the EDTA absolutely allows us to basically knock the um, the the foot from under this technology. And remember this, this these were the micro robots that I was seeing in people's blood, including uh, the unvaccinated. Well, it's known that quantum dot technology and micro robotics in the center has a metal like cadmium. We can pull that out with EDTA. And this is what I've been showing in people's blood. So these, these blinking robots, uh, they have a polymer surrounding them and they have metal in the center. And then remember that this was uh, self-assembling even continuously in embalmed blood. And you can see that, that this process was continuing. And here I show the same structures in unvaccinated blood. So it is very important that people understand that this uh, grows from a nanoscale to, um, to then create the hydrogel filaments. So again, I want to just stress here, we do have a solution that is absolutely mentioned in the, uh, in the vials, I'm sorry, in the patents, and that I've, I've tested clinically now for two years and I've, done uh, I've had remarkable uh, recoveries for people. Here are the, these, um, the videos regarding 
the orange glow. And what I want to show people is that uh, a lot of people are saying, oh, this is just, you know, normal glow. It's like, no, wait a minute. Um, first of all, this, uh, what happened is after the injection, within two weeks, this glow starts spreading. And it turns out that, you know, people saying, oh, these are comedones or, you know, uh, uh, bacteria in the skin. No, 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 no. Especially if you see here, look, the ears even affected and behind the ear. So there is such, an, uh, such a pronounced proliferation of this. And um, if you look here, the other thing that was so important was the fluorescent dot in the eyes. And this fluorescent dye has been seen previously when nanotechnology dyes were sprayed via pesticides. And I want to show people that scientists have shown that nanoparticle exposure test was developed by Canadian scientists. And all they did was just shown a light onto these mice. And you see, it's exactly like what I showed you in the human. They, these uh, uh, mice are glowing under UV light. And that is a test for quantum dot technology. My God. Can I ask you something about EDTA chelation? Yeah. Um, let's get to that. If not now, later in the interview, describe what that is, exactly how you do it. You said uh, after one infusion of 1500 milligrams of EDTA, you saw excellent results. Uh, you know, that Masterpiece product is a nano zeolite based product that also will bind to this stuff and help remove it from your body. And uh, so I'm going to leave a link to that below, but I want to leave a link to anything you would suggest too, in, in terms of EDTA collation. So maybe at some point, just describe what that means to people. Not everybody knows what that means. So EDTA is binds to metals and it's been used for uh, more than 50 years to actually detoxify metals. You can get it in an oral form. I, for example, use the company Met5. And uh, so they have a patented form of EDTA that you can take orally via tablet on a day-to-day -day basis. You have to replenish minerals. Uh, when you do that, there's also a liquid form, for example, that you can use. But the specifics of the EDTA, you have to prohibit the hydrogel plastics from starting to uh, accumulate. And the EDTA was very specific in doing that. So, Well, it's an interesting find that you found that in the patent. So we'll certainly recommend that as well. But what's interesting about the Masterpiece product is the blood work uh, research done by Dr. Robert Young of vaccinated people who took the product are showing after 30, 60 and 90 days, a remarkable reduction in this technology in their blood as much as 90%. So we need everybody to wake up and start taking steps to remove this technology from their bodies. And the point is that is possible. Absolutely. And then the other thing is you have to take vitamin C as well, because vitamin C is also a chelator and you need it to activate the, the EDTA to be able to stop the proliferation. So I've shown that the rubbery clots do not develop when you take EDTA, vitamin C. And I've also shown that methylene blue helps to inhibit that. Here's the, the fluorescent dye that was found in 2008 after the biological pesticides were, were sprayed and that uh, this particular technology was used as non-lethal weapons, as invisible markers uh, from the infrared and it was described in 1997. So uh, the, the other thing that was very interesting about this, it's not just that they are fluorescing, but that these filaments come out of their skin when they take a hot shower. 
And uh, so I analyzed these. This is the, uh, the filaments under UV light. You can see that it is clearly attracted to uh, the biophotons of the finger and even hair. We've, uh, we've shown that as well. Justin Coy did a lot of this, uh, uh, this research and has really brought it to my attention. But you can see that the fluorescent glow under the microscope is absolutely visible. Once I shine a UV light on, it starts to glow up. And the quantum tattoos uh, uh, in terms of the vaccines has been definitely used to hold a vaccination record and to imprint it into the skin. And it turns out, for example, here, they did a hydrogel fiber injection into the ear of a mouse, and then they used light to excite it. And you see that there's absolute fluorescence. So implantable biosensors have been used exactly with this technology. Uh, and what we are basically seeing is an expression of the biosensors. Here again, you can see that fluorescent nanoprobes are used in medicine for uh, uh, biometric tracking. And what are they using? They're using quantum dots, silica. They're using these lipid core nanoparticles. And in fact, uh, these polymers and micelles uh, th that have the organic dyes in them. There's a major textbook that I found here. Same thing. You can see it shows up. Uh, it can show up anywhere. And you can have, you know, yellow, orange, blue, uh, green, all of these. I looked at these filaments and they look uh, structurally very similar to what I see in the blood. And for example, tracking and tracing technology with, with this calycein orange was also done by Thermo Fisher, who was a partner of Pfizer. Um, and so this is this is important to kind of understand that that if we were to track and trace not just cells but also humans, uh, this is a very useful technology. This textbook for uh, that shows uh, self-assembly nanotechnology for biomedical application talks about the cyanine dyes, which is the same thing that was deployed in 2008 in the pesticides. And it shows that the polymeric uh, nanoparticles can be loaded with up to 500 dyes and show higher brightness than quantum dots. And they're using polyacrylic acid, polyurethane, all of which have been used in the Moderna patent, which is the platform or really the master building plan for all of these uh, injections. So I, I find this evidence very, very compelling. The other thing that I found in the literature was that these cyanine dyes self-assemble to tubular aggregates. So they create filaments themselves, exactly what I saw under the microscope. And uh, so uh, this is another correlation. Here again, this is my research on um, people who were exposed to shedding with these filamental structures. Uh, a high oxidative stress in the blood, and uh, people come, they get EDTA, then vitamin C, then EDTA the third day. And then you can see in three days, the blood is uh, completely normal and basically uh, cleaned up. It has become more challenging to clean up because uh, we are so bombarded, uh, you know, and the shedding process is so extreme. The geoengineering process, I mean, it is 
uh, pretty intense what they're spraying on us. So the main get uh, takeaway is there's definitely solution. And I want to let people know if, if they look on my subsite, they can also find the research about the methylene blue that not only is an electron donor, so it can help uh, recharge the electricity that's being hijacked by these biosensors, but it can also help by um, uh, prohibiting the growth of these rubbery clots that I've found in the unvaccinated as well. Wow. All right. I want to leave a link below and you and I will talk off air so that I leave the right link to the EDTA that you maybe recommend most. Vitamin C, guys, is, of course, extremely important. And methylene blue, which I have bookmarked on a tab as something I needed to buy and want to buy, and I haven't bought it yet. So I'm really glad you brought that up. And of course, I'll leave a link to Masterpiece as well, because those zeolite products do help get heavy metals out of your body. They have helped children with autism. I'll leave a link below. But I want to just show you something, Anna, because let's talk about the enemies of humanity. Who's responsible for this? Certainly, we can point our fingers at specific people like Bill Gates, who's developing plant-based vaccines intended to be seamlessly integrated into our food supply, all without the public's awareness. And guess what? The military is also involved, I think, as you noted. Uh, Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah Harari, they all want us dead. And of course, Albert Borla at Pfizer and the clowns over at Moderna and the FDA and the CDC. I mean, this whole thing is the most unimaginable conspiracy that I've ever discovered or uncovered. And believe me, I've covered a lot of conspiracies. Previously, they were called conspiracy theories. And now we know that, no, they are just conspiracies. And these people are conspiring. How else would you explain, Dr. Anna, this technology now turning up in our food, in our water, and as you noted, in our air? How do you explain that? So if you look at, uh, for example, authors like Ilana Freeland, who discussed in her book, uh, um, Engineered, Geoengineered Transhumanism, that we're at the tail end of the convergence of the singularity that uh, Ray Kurzweil discusses, and that they've really been implementing now for decades. Uh, now people are waking up to it, but this whole idea of fusing humans with technology, with artificial intelligence, now we have not just general artificial intelligence, but we have uh, artificial intelligence that is fused with quantum computing. And so now you have uh, robotics and computerized AI tracking and tracing all humans. This is what they really wanted uh, to do. And it is such a, at, at such a global scale. And because the, the courts are so corrupt, it's very challenging. And I do not believe that justice in America uh, with the current corrupt justice system, it's been very challenging to get anywhere. Uh, but I think that, uh, you know, these efforts that, that I'm part of, for example, the National American Renaissance Movement, uh, the grand jury petitions here, but also the Costa Rica team, Interest of Justice, who are just finding, filing another uh, uh, preliminary injunction to ban the jabs again, uh, and now have uh, shown that, uh, the health minister there has committed fraud with these uh, shots. There's so much rev uh, revelations coming out uh, that I do hope that at least internationally, in an international court like Costa Rica, we might be able to get justice. But ultimately, the people must rise because we cannot have a, a, a future government that doesn't discuss genocide. We have to address this and we have to prosecute it. 
And I believe that a huge part of this is actually getting the child trafficking and the pedophilia rings exposed because these people are also, you know, uh, part of that. And at some point, the dam has to break and we need to get justice for these crimes against humanity that are worse than anybody can imagine. But there is hope because our genius will continue to fight for the future of, of our children. Well, God bless you and God bless the truth tellers. So many I've had on the show, including Dr. Lee Lee, Attorney Todd Callender, Dr. Robert Young, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, uh, who else? Dr. James Thorpe, who was fired from the hospital in Texas, at which he worked for some 30 years as the star of the whole damn place. And they fired him for daring to tell the truth to his pregnant patients about the potential risks of the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. He just simply wanted to give them informed consent. And for that, he was fired. Dr. Anna, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. I want to do one more screen share before we part ways. These people are now in CYA mode, cover your ass mode. Tedros, the war criminal at the World Health Organization, is now saying this about the lockdowns, guys. And remember, the lockdowns on the back of the pandemic and the 5G Wuhan outbreak of people collapsing. And while there was a lockdown, they rolled out 5G all over our country. Well, here's what Tedros has to say about their role during that whole lockdown. WHO did not impose anything on anyone during the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> not lockdowns, not mask mandates, not vaccine mandates. We don't have the power to do that. We don't want it. And we're not trying to get it. That is an absolute lie. As you all know, they are trying to seize that power so that in the next pandemic, they can dictate what nation states do. That is the power they seek. And my friend Liz Churchill over on Twitter says, put this lying son of a bitch in prison. And I would add to that Bill Gates, Albert Borla and everybody else at the FDA and the CDC who has been behind this thing. Anna, I'll give you the final word. Absolutely. I think it's time for justice and it's time for people to really wake up and to demand justice and also to everyone needs to detoxify whatever modality you're choosing. I gave you some options here today. I think it's very important that people recognize the risk of this self-assembling nanotechnology and do something about it. And thank you so much for covering this topic. Well, of course, it's my absolute pleasure. And uh, I want everybody to understand how they can follow your important research. Here's your sub stack. Tell people about this. How often do you post? It's quite frequently, I see. Yes. So uh, people are actually complaining that I send them, you know, three emails a day. Uh, I try to do what I can. I, I, I am so passionate about, uh, you know, winning this war. And like you discussed, you know, I also I fuel my my outrage into creative work. So I endeavor to uh, present research in every way that people might understand it and finally get it. I think I've written over 600 articles now and uh, documented what I see in the live blood. And I'm hoping that finally people are are getting it and are doing something about it to save their own life. Uh, that is that is why I'm doing it. I want to help the human species survive. Well, I'll just say one final thing. And God bless you for your research, Mike Adams, everybody else that is in this space, standing with Team Humanity. God bless every single one of you, because we now live in an era of absolute nothing but lies from officialdom. Absolutely nothing but lies. Immigrants, illegals are coming across. They're killing American citizens. They'll tell you the border is secure. 
the mRNA bioweapon that has been rolled out masquerading as a vaccine is killing people all over the world and they call it safe and effective. Inflation is running out of control as they debase our currency through trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of printing. And they say your dollar is safe. And of course, war is peace, right? More war in the Middle East, endless wars and an endless war against you and your family. God bless America. Guys, stand up. I'll leave the links below. Click on them, buy the products, get healthy, get this nanotech evil satanic crap out of your body. And with that, we'll conclude with my thanks to Dr. Anna Milchan. Doc, thank you so much. We love you. Take care. Thank you. All right, guys, the link to everything, including her Substack, is below. I want to thank you all for tuning in so very, very much. Spread this far and wide within your sphere of influence on social media. Wake up your friends, family, and even the sheeple people. May God bless you and yours. And I'll remind you every single day for free, check us out for free to get the antidote to corporate propaganda in the FDA, CDC, CIA, Mockingbird Mainstream Media lies at sgtreport.com. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. We're in one of the most perilous times in American history and world history because these people are not only have their moral compasses broken, they are intellectually incompetent. They are like late generation, late stage colonial empires. And that, you know, that second and third wave of colonial administrators are not only morally corrupt, morally bankrupt, but intellectually daft.